When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Fright School. Are you ready? Class is in session. It's a very special episode edition of Fright School. Talking all about American Horror Story season 500 apocalypse. No. <laughs> season 5 billion billion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, actually, what season are we friggin' in? Eight? eight. We're season eight. <laughs> eight. Season eight. Yes, so. Uh, the apocalypse. Yes, there we go. The eighth season entitled Apocalypse. Hello, Joe. Hello, Joshua. And joining us very special here is uh, previous guest Johnny. Hello. Who has been watching American Horror Story along with us. Oh, yeah. uh, well, sometimes. Uh, you well, come I'm to still a watching few. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you're watching it, but you, you've been in and out of the party. So hopefully you'll join us again yeah. very soon. Um, but yeah, so Johnny and Joe, both of you have been longtime regulars of our of our uh, weekly Wednesday. Longtime regulars. I already coming. been here. <laughs> <laughs> of our you party, never left. though. He was like, I never left. <laughs> of our week of our weekly party. Joe, yeah, you well, both of you actually been almost to every Oh, when you're talking about oh, if you're talking about the party, like the, the Yeah, viewing I mean the parties. weekly viewing party. Oh, I thought you meant a yeah. fright school. I, I was like, I already I don't No, I'm here. sorry. No, I meant of American horror story. So. No, um, which is where this whole podcast was birthed anyway. Exactly. That's why we have to <laughs> yeah. pay tribute. Uh Johnny, I think, has been from the beginning, beginning. Yeah. Right? Right. I, I came watch, in a coven. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, you introduced me on well, we Murder House. Yeah, we didn't start having the weekly viewing Till party Asylum. until, well, really, Coven. We watched Asylum okay. with Mike and his girlfriend at the time. Right. Uh, Mike hasn't been on the show yet, but he's coming up soon. All He'll right. be on. Um, but, hmm. yeah, they, we watched Asylum with him. Okay. But I think jo- I think Jeffrey and I watched it. I guess we must have watched it alone because I don't know. It didn't really catch on with our group until Coven because I like, watched it with you because I still didn't have cable. That's right, and you would come over, and we we did watch we did watch those together. But Coven is where the it really kicked into gear with our group because yeah. because so many of our friends are actors and and women, you know. And it was like, oh my god! But it's like Jessica Lang and Kathy Bates and um, Angela Bassett, yeah. and, you know, all every woman ever. So you got to yeah. come and, and watch. Yeah, I it. was like, I I had an entree through Justine. Shout yes. out to our yeah. lovely yes, Justine. Yes. And then from there... We're going to get on this damn podcast somehow. I know. We have to... Like <sighs> a transatlantic phone call or we something. We have to, because I want to talk about her thesis, but that's yes. a, for another day. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yes, um, so so here we are. 
American Horror Story Apocalypse. Yeah, so keep, we're gonna we're gonna do a few of these uh, special episodes where we just kind of recap. So we've we've watched four episodes. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Jeff. No, I was gonna say I, I I have to keep I keep wanting to say American Horror Story Apocalypto, but I don't want to give <laughs> Mel Gibson the satisfaction right. of I, mentioning anything that I he's keep done. wanting to call it Apocalyptica. Like uh, what was her name <laughs> from RuPaul's Drag Race? Where it's like I, we're in the Apocalyptica Apocalypse Apocalypse. How do you say that word? Apocalypse. Uh, uh, but that's what I keep thinking every time I see it. Apoc- apocalyptic. We're in the apocalyptic. This is my apocalyptic look for the runway. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so we're <laughs> we're here recapping. Yes, we're recapping uh, American Horror Story. Kind of what we think so far. Again, we just saw episode four last Wednesday come out, and uh, you know what, what? What do we think, fellows? What do we think of this season after it's after like a few the, lackluster seasons? The gayest season so far. I mean, hands down, just divas left and right. And that's true, Joan Collins. Yeah, the one and the one-liners, uh, the one the you know the, with the fan snap and stuff with that that Joan did. Um, was that that third episode mm-hmm. when they had the argument? Oh my God! Saying and you you uh, oh please you weren't you you weren't fifty five last time Elvis took his last shit or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's was right. That was hilarious. <laughs> she yeah. goes, "This is to re, re redo the the population, not start a bingo hall." I mean, who's that actress? What's her name? Oh yeah, um, she had the best lines. That yeah, night. the one Leslie Grossman. Are we yeah. talking yes. about Coco? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Coco. Uh, Coco. Yeah, Coco. God. She's ugh, yeah. God. So good. Yeah. We've so, been sleeping on Leslie Grossman. Like, we yeah. have been sleeping on her. Well, and she showed up for the first time along with Billy Eichner for mm-hmm. Cult, right? Because yes. they weren't part of Roanoke. Nope. No, they were yeah. not. So they popped up for Cult. And yeah, I. she had such kind of a blah role, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that I, I think he's using her to much more full effect. Oh, yeah. And I'm curious as it goes on, now that it's been revealed that, you know, she's a witch, you know, and yeah. he's been under an identity spell yeah. <laughs> along with uh, <laughs> Billy Lord's character, Mallory. I, I know it's just, I love it. Uh, you know, <laughs> I live for this shit. I love yeah. the witches. Me too. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Myrtle's back. Just saying all sorts of frivolous, wonderful yes. things. <laughs> yes. You know. and aloof. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's like, the I have no idea if that's really what she said. Um, so, so far in the, in this, so this whole season, it, it is about the end of the world and, so they've been teasing for a long time that they were going to do a murder house coven crossover. And we talked with Ashley on our American Mary episode, I think. Did yes, we, we did. did we mm-hmm. discuss where we thought maybe the coven would just be a little bit of it. But now it's like full. Like they, they it is crossing over hardcore. Yeah, you know, we have playing like a two much episodes, basically. Yeah, but they're playing a much bigger role in in this than I thought they would. Because, I mean, the murder house makes sense because we're dealing with Michael Langdon, who we thought was the Antichrist. Now they're kind of playing it as if he's a warlock. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Which I'm guessing is how everything's going to unfold, right? The, um, that, that seems very much in line with Ryan Murphy's things where like all these men are going to make a wrong decision and put all their faith in this guy who's going to bring about the end of the world. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> seems, seems very topical. <laughs> there's, there's a double apocalypse going <laughs> yeah, on. Right. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, I, I think uh, the most recent episode I like leaned over to Ashley and I was like, so basically men fucked it up 
anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> no like, matter how you turn it. And I was like, and four, so four queens fucked it up for us. Oh, I know, right? The Warlock Council, they're the gayest. Yes, it's like... Yeah, I, pray I, tell. I, that, was, that, was such yeah. a, that was such a surprise. <laughs> yeah, it was very cool to see uh, Billy Porter. Yes, yeah. Billy. And like, it was like, is Billy Porter, is he playing a different character or is he basically playing Warlock, pray tell? Right. <laughs> well, after the, when, during the council meeting, when the rap, when he came back with the rap uh, on sound, I'm like, yeah. oh yes. He's wonderful. <laughs> I wanted him to look at him and be like, Miss Candy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's there just throwing those, snapping those one-liners to that he's kid, like, like, you're late and you're not. Like, Where's is your that? book? Right. It is Reading a, is fundamental. Yeah. <laughs> not just a, a murder house. Uh, they're saying, you know, the murder house coven crossover too, but is this not like the ho- total hotel yeah. crossover mm-hmm. too? I was oh, not man. expecting them to go back to the Cortez. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. Well, a treat. Well, I, okay, so... I, I, requ- I, may I request, may I, may I approach the chair? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, of course. It's like the, of course, the, of the, course. the ranking member. Um, I will, can we go by? I'm the fucking supreme. <laughs> no, I'm <kidding. laughs> it's because I'm the fucking supreme. I'm going to use the, I'm going to get a t-shirt, <laughs> get a sign. It's already a meme. It's like when a new gay shows up at your work. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I'm, I'm the fucking supreme. <laughs> yes. 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 Anyways. Like, sorry. Um, yes. You may approach the bench. Um, can we go episode by episode? Yes. Okay. So let's, because I want to talk about, I want to talk about all that stuff and the Cortez, but I want to go episode by episode. So okay. that way we can like, you know, because. So we start with the end. So, so let's go ahead. start with the end. So <laughs> that's that is episode one of this season. So the thing, the thing already that kind of was like, okay, I'm 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 just gonna go along for the ride is the fact that like here we are in another context that was giving me the things that I didn't like about Asylum back, which was the aliens. Like I didn't like the aliens. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't like anything that's too rooted in like sci-fi or whatever with okay. the, with this particular with this particular show like i like the supernatural elements yeah. of the show i like the real life horror of like the cruelty of just people every day but like the sci-fi elements so like the apocalypse obviously it's like a sci-fi in my mind it's like already kind of a approaching that kind of sci-fi e type thing mm-hmm. um so that was already a little bit suspect but then you get the best name for an antagonist since like I have no idea. Wilhelmina Venable? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, like, like, 20th person that Sarah Paulson's playing in this yeah. season. <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, my God. Like, Wilhelmina fucking Venable. She yeah, comes out she's there. she's very cool. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. giving so, you Kane, giving you Dracula. Yeah, Airdu. so she and Kathy Bates, Mrs. Mead, mm-hmm. are running sort of an underground bunker for, for the chosen survivors, namely the rich. Wait, yeah, wayward rich people. <laughs> and the, the cooperative. Very eccentric, messed up rich folks. And then a couple of, like, apparently DNA-selected yeah. kids, which I am, I'm still curious where they're going to go with that. I hope that there's more to that. Yeah, I was kind just, of, yeah. To just boom. The, yeah, and then just like the way they left it. Yeah, the way they yeah. left it. Yeah. Well, not even the apocalypse, but just with those two and, and the, like those kids. Like, why were they really chosen? Like, are they really genetically superior? Are they a witch and a warlock? Are they, I mean, true. I'm true, wondering, true, true. like, what is what is going on there? You know, are they why why are they really chosen? I want hmm. more of a story, but yeah. As true to American horror story fashion, you never know from episode. They could episode. just leave that, and never come back to yeah. it. Exactly. So, yeah, so we have Wilhelmina Venable and yeah. we have like the apocalypse and like, oh, nice. I, it, I, I'm just going to lean in. I love Billy Eichner. Yeah. Like, and the way that they did him in was just like, it was, it was, 
oddly enough, it was a pretty restrained performance that we're getting from Billy Eichner. Um, yeah, so far. Like, I'm, yeah. Yeah, we're like so far. I mean, it, obviously, it's the it's American. So you're talking about showing up then again. So in the first episode, he's like abandoned in LA by Coco, yeah, his by Coco, wife, his <laughs> girlfriend. Yeah, or fiance or something. Yeah. Where she's like, oh, you can go and do your own thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, and he's like, oh, you left me in fucking um, Malibu. Or no, not Malibu. Um, um, Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Even worse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so, he has a damn good sense of direction to catch up with them. I yeah. mean, damn good. They were in a plane. Yeah, he, and he was on foot. He's been following. So he's been, trying he's been to like, find "Where them. is this place, <laughs> y'all?" Trying to find them. Yeah, the bunker. Um, I'm happy that Billy Eichner is back. Um, I'm loving. <laughs> I'm loving every minute of like Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, who is just there to overact, but is just so delightful to watch. Uh, he's the one playing. Um, um, he's playing um, Adina Porter's Adina son. Adina Porter's son. son. Yeah. yeah. Who's playing like an Oprah type character. Yes. A very Christian Oprah type character who we later find out is like a voodoo witch, um, which is great. Or at uh, least they've referenced it. We'll see where that's going. Exactly. But she did. Yeah. She did reference. Um, and then Dinah. you have, um, and then you have uh, him and, you know, I mean, already great lines. The stew is stew. Like, the stew is stew. The stew is stew. I think at the at the viewing party, I was like, "Fuck you, Ryan Murphy! How dare you? <laughs> that it was, how dare you? It, it was just so wonderful. It was so soil and green as people. Exactly. Like, you know, it was just beautiful. Yeah. And I told Ashley, I was like, love um, some cannibals. She was like, "Oh, are they going to kill him? Like, no, uh, Ryan. Not even Ryan Murphy would kill off the the gay black guy in the first episode. Like, oh, he's going to kill that yeah. like no name white guy, whoever's whoever. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's who he's going to kill. Um, yeah, and that is what happened. It, it's it, it, it was definitely a good way to kind of bring us in. Yeah, and, and then that so and then that episode ends with the arrival of mm-hmm. Michael Langdon. So the child that Constance Langdon is raising in the first season. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. so at the very end, so Tate's basically Tate's son, or the devil's son, or whoever we don't know. However, yeah. it, you know whoever yeah, yeah, is yeah. the son of, so he shows up to uh, say, "Yo, folks, this this is all going very badly, and now I have to take some of you to an even safer place." Yes, <laughs> yeah, because like, because you know we couldn't take you there before. Now we're yeah, right, like the cooperative and the whole like, oh, there's a yeah another bunker. <laughs> and then the internet, they have the internet, which right. is great. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we have like we have um, the other Langdon, or we have Langdon coming in in episode two. Michael, yes, Michael Langdon, yes, yeah, um, and all of his like fun, <laughs> his uh, fun shenanigans, all the sexual tension. Yeah, that naked What'd bathing in the blood. I was r- really into it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, I was that, like, thank you. That was so thank interesting because it's like, oh, he's the devil or possibly the devil. I he's mean, the who, Antichrist. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, the Antichrist. Uh, but he's all like totally afraid of the witches, like mm-hmm. trying to get answers. So he's like, cutting, you know, cutting himself. But yeah, it was very, you know, hot. Yeah, yeah that it, scene uh, with, between him and Billy yeah, Lord was, was a little. But what were you, what were you going to say? No, no, go ahead. Uh, no, talk that, to that first. That, that scene between him and Billy Lord, I mean, obviously he. He didn't know that. I mean, he's not detecting a witch. Obviously, the identity spell also counts as a. Yeah, it's even like protecting him yeah, from knowing yeah. who she is. Yeah, yeah, it was very fascinating. I like that scene where he like rushed her and his face yeah. changed. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was very. Um, that was very like. What's that Guillermo del Toro film with the house? Or, or is it Guillermo del Toro? Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Like it was very kind of that. Like, mm. do you know what I'm talking about? Hmm. I feel like it's with in the my haunted brain house, somewhere. the Victorian haunted house, and Tom Hiddleston, Crimson Peak, Crimson, yes, uh, whatever it is, yeah, 
that one. Hmm. I felt like that was a little bit of like the ghost. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I see. I, I, I'm tracking now yeah. a little bit better. Um, so, uh, so episode two, right? So that's all in episode four. But episode two, we're talking about the interviews. Um, he inter- was interviewing the interviews people. with everybody, and then like you know, Evan Peters getting very sexual, Mr. Gallon. Yes, yeah, Evan Peters. Oh, character. Mr. Gallon being like super, you know, being as gay as possible. Right. Um, I knew <laughs> I was, I knew one of the like potential suitors that, uh, um, that his grandmother had picked out. Like I know one of them as like a Broadway actor. So I was oh, like, Oh, cool. they're all like, I like, I can attest that they are all gay. <laughs> right. Oh, but, the, that was, the, you yeah. mean the dinner party scene? And the dinner party okay. scene. Yeah. yeah she's and, trying to introduce him to people. Yeah. I just love it. And it was, it was just so, it was so delicious that entire you know, all of that that was going on. That was just so delicious. Yeah, well, yeah, him coming in with the gas With all Tama Finland, you know. Yeah. Gas. Yeah, Tama Finland. That's a good, yeah, yeah. And we get good. Rubber Man. We get the Rubber Man again. And, mm. you know, the the interesting to hear are, like, our, our friends' speculations about, like, is it Tate? Is it not? Who is it? It's about his height because is he basically now fucking himself? Right, yeah. Is it, is it Evan Peters just playing everybody? Like Exactly. You know? And actually, um, who, like, because if it is, if he's playing Tate... And he's playing Gallant. And then he pops up as March again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, my, he's also playing a lot of characters. I which know. everybody's making a big deal about Sarah Paulson playing a lot mm-hmm. of people. But I'm well, like, hmm. well, you know, he did say, uh, what is it? Uh, Ryan Murphy did say that, like, this season's like a love boat. Like, it's going to be just names, 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 yeah. names, names all over the place. So and then you're you just ha- going to have to suspend your disbelief when, when the same character topples over, like, when... If Cordelia runs into, you know, Wilhelmina's body and she's right. like, hmm, <laughs> look a little familiar there. It's like her like face is distorted or you know. yeah, everybody acts like they don't know who the other person is. Yeah. You know, well, it's kind of like with Asylum when they went when Freak Show when they crossed Asylum over and it's like Pepper never thought that, you right. know, Jude looked like Elsa. Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, they definitely they kind of play with that. You know, very loosely. <laughs> and so then we end, you know, episode two with... Uh, a death. With a death. The death of, you know, everyone's favorite grandma, America's sweetheart, uh, Joan Collins. Yeah. I mean... How, uh, <laughs> America's sweetheart. Uh, yeah, Gina, Gina Lola Brigida, like, it's like, oh, look at everyone, like, now Googling, who the fuck is Gina Lola Brigida? <laughs> I... <laughs> I really want them to resurrect her, though. I want her to come back. Like, I just loved her nonsense of, like, you know, uh, she was, she reminds me of Myrtle in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, she was kind of like playing that kind of role until Myrtle showed up. So maybe, I don't know, maybe yeah. we don't need her. But when she's like eating the soup, she's like, well, whatever. It sounds delicious to me. I don't care what it is. Like, it's like, why are we looking, you know? <laughs> yeah, all of her. Now, like feather brain. Yes. yes. So now we're in episode three. Yeah, Forbidden Fruit. Forbidden Fruit. Yeah. So now Sorry, episode two is called The Morning After. So Forbidden Fruit. Now we have, you know, the apples show up. Um, it's Halloween, which, you know, for any AHS fan, it's like, yeah, wow, Halloween's so early. Fun. Halloween's yeah, always a was. fun time. Yeah, yeah, it was um, an early episode to, to place Halloween. And then this is kind of where we really started getting going with theories. So, you know, you, you have everything that happens in... Um, in here and then you have the the coming again of the witches after everybody mm-hmm. dies from eating the poison apples and um the well and they showed up right in that last few minutes yeah. to be like find our sisters you're like who are their exactly. sisters what and find our si- yeah. and then like they show the three of them and it's like oh i guess the sisters 
Um, at the you know Coco obviously the biggest Coco Mallory and Dinah yeah the biggest gag was Coco obviously um, but then that's interesting is that like okay is it because it's Halloween and the veil is pierced and now that's when they're able to like make this happen like that's when they're able to come back is because the veil is pierced this was the this was we that was thoughts that we had before we watched the episode four last week yeah I wanted to ask you John what you thought when when Myrtle and Madison showed up. With, yeah, I mean, with Cordelia. Well, I don't, it's not explained, you know, how she, they got Merle back. And nobody really, I think, knew that. that uh, but when you saw them come before episode four, so when you just saw episode three new, what was like, you, what were oh, your Oh, when they thoughts? came out of the smoke, you mean? And yeah. To, towards, yeah, the, yeah. towards the shelter. Did you think that Myrtle and Madison were still dead? They were like ghosts that were coming with Cordelia? Well, I mean, nobody really knew that Madison was missing, if you remember. They think she just left. And nobody remembered that she was killed and was stuffed up in the attic with what's-his-name's dolls. Because that's what yeah, happened. Yeah, but, but we know that. So right. I'm just saying, like, what did you think of her showing back up? Did you think she was a ghost or you thought she was no, alive? Well, because then there was... It burst. Everybody started talking. Yeah, so I, I, just <laughs> thought, I, thought they, I just thought they were back. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think they were ghosts. Yeah, because that was a big plot, like, discussion. I thought they were ghosts. Yeah, everybody was like, well, okay. if the veil, you know, like you were saying, has been lifted, then the ghosts can walk freely, I, so they've joined Cordelia. I didn't Cordelia. in depth to that. Oh, man, you should have been here. Everybody was, was like, screaming. all, de- yeah, it was like, well, Cordelia is the supreme, so she can walk in nuclear fallout and be perfectly fine, so yeah. the other two must be ghosts. <laughs> like, it was very, very yeah, it, was, it was, like, intense. And then, you t- and then we started talking about how, like, okay, who... Who is the person that Langdon is referencing when he's like, oh, I made you into the image. I gave you the memories of the person who I love the most. And I, yeah, I, I yeah. Really, it makes you think that he obviously. That's kills, right. With kills, Kathy Bates. He kills Constance, obviously, at one point and and then goes to live with her. I mean, that's probably what we're well, going to no, no, see. But, but like in, at, when we're watching yeah, episode three curious. and he says that before we knew anything about like, OK, so it's actually this like Satanist that he ends up, you know having those feelings for I thought it was Constance yeah everybody mm-hmm. thought that maybe Kathy Bates was playing an older version of Constance or like oh, Constance's consciousness okay. is inside or, the robot yeah, yeah, or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that okay but then you know obviously Ryan Murphy squashes that immediately mm-hmm. when you have the next when you have now the most current episode episode four where one we get um, we get like a very like I love it because he's like a super young looking uh, Langdon with Tate's haircut like <laughs> yeah he right. looks so much like yeah. Tate, yeah. yeah. It was basically Tate's haircut, and yeah. then you know, you have like this Satanist, like this very, <laughs> it's like this very prim and proper. She's Satanist. like the sweetest Satanist, you know, yeah. just so great. Like, oh, when well, I killed my other husband, it, it wasn't, you know, what then it wasn't Constance because Constance yeah. herself, her character was way too vain to even be a Satanist. So, yeah, probably. <laughs> and I, and I thought, you know, if Kathy Bates was going to play her, then she needed to have that same Southern kind of right. accent and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I like the idea of it in episode three, but I also kind of like, I like it a lot more what yeah, they're doing way, now. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I like this more. If they had tried to go that way, I think mm-hmm. that would have been really but, weird. But then he was like, he, you know, how he's crying and you mean everything to me and stuff. But then when the warlock came and picked him up, she's like saying bye. He's like, see ya, you know, and he doesn't yeah. even acknowledge her. And I was a little confused on that, on that scene. Yeah. He smiled at her in the yeah. mirror, but yeah, I'm not sure. Cause you know, maybe it's, she might think this is part of the destiny. Okay. You yeah, know? Yeah. I think that's how, I yeah. think that's what happened because at that point, at that point, um, 
at that point, I, I still believe, so, you know, to skip ahead a little bit, I yeah. believe that he definitely is the Antichrist. Yeah. It's the warlock thing that is giving him an entree into harnessing the magic. I agree, because the witches are not going to put their faith in him like the warlocks will. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he can he can use that, their power and their influence mm-hmm. to, yeah, to, to, to make the ends meet, you know, to justify the means. So I, I think that... Um, it's kind of like the, the whole conversation. So like when we watched Murder House and it was like, okay, so the house is like this hell spawn, this hell mouth as mm-hmm. Cordelia describes it. And it's like built and it's like it's been designed to collect just the right souls, you know, so it gets like the nurses and the doctor, the people who are, you know, these ghosts that are there. And then like everybody that comes there, it's like you're not the right one. So they murder the people. And then the next, you know, family moves in. They murder them because they're not the right ones. They're looking for the people who are going to birth the Antichrist. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. when she's ready to give birth, who shows up? The doctor, the nurses, like everybody, mm-hmm. like the house provides everything in order for her to give birth to the Antichrist. Yeah. So I think that all ah, of this... That's an interesting read. Yeah. I, I think that all of this stuff, it, it's sort of like predestined, you know? So it's like Kathy Bates' character has continued to nourish him because she believes he is the, the, the Antichrist and that he's going to bring about, you know, the, the new world. It also doesn't order. seem like that's anything she shared with him. No, maybe not, but but she but she has faith that whatever yeah. happens to him in his life, whoever comes into his life, is meant to in order to get him to the next step. So these yeah. warlocks show up just in time to now further him a little bit farther along and to, yeah. to help him harness and tap into his power a little bit more. Where she know? couldn't she couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because she's not a witch or a warlock, possibly. Yeah. She's a you know, she's just a regular human who, you know, hail hail Satan. Hail Satan. Yeah. Well, hail Satan. <laughs> so I, I I don't I think that's kind of continuing that story in a way. Like and maybe that's me reading a little bit into it, but I always thought that was very smart at the end of Murder House when Viv goes to have the babies that the house provides, you know, the how every all the souls in it are meant to be there to help her give birth, so yeah. that this baby survives because it is the Antichrist, and that is the purpose of the house. So it just sort of makes sense that the they, yeah. everybody in his life is guiding is guiding him to this point, yeah. and now the witches are going to play their part unintentionally yeah. because they're against him, you know, yeah. helping it, give him a an enemy. It's interesting because like. You know, when you bring that up about like Murder House, and then it's just fascinating how what we have now in um, what we have now in American Horror Story is this idea of places that are just imbued and mm-hmm. created for evil. Yeah. So we have the Murder House, we have the Roanoke House, yeah, and hotel. The, the Hotel yeah. Cortez, the hotel Cortez, and um, you know, I, I think those are the main three things. Yeah. Um, to jump to Cortez a little bit, uh, when March and Queenie came out, <laughs> yeah. the entire like room just erupted. Like, yes, we're going back to the Cortez. Yeah, seeing yeah, Cordelia walk down the hall was very yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, and and then when uh, March just being like, "Oh, Queenie, how I?" <laughs> Hearing Evan Peters go back into that like you know Atlantic just. It was like, oh, I'm I was a little Rami. disappointed. No, no, uh, Liz Taylor. Cameo, yeah, that would have oh, been well. cool. And you know, I mean, we can hold out hope. And, but. and I am a little sad to uh, to have uh, Amazon Eve killed off so quickly too. Yeah, I kind of missed. Yeah, I really liked seeing her, her back. That yeah. was very cool. Um, but yeah, I like their like fifty six thousand eight hundred. What you know, like games mm-hmm. of gin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was kind of brilliant. Yeah. 
and then uh, so so and obviously that sets up again because Cordelia and them the the warlocks you know call a, a council because they want Cordelia to administer the seven wonders. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that, Johnny? Like that. Um, the, I, I feel like it's a little on the nose, like the fight between men and women. But I, I was curious. Well, what they your say thoughts. they made that burn about testosterone. I just don't. I'm, I can't recall it off. Testosterone is yeah. an inhibitor to the, the other, magical realm the or magical, the ethereal realm. The ethereal realm. <laughs> it's like it's a known inhibitor to the ethereal yeah. realm. And I was like, men are just not as good at magic or yeah. anything. I, I was love, just like, like oh my yeah. god, such a reversal. And then you have like these four fucking queens. You have Cheyenne Jackson, <laughs> Billy Porter, B.D. Wong yeah. doing like. Mm-hmm. Like just the most with his outfits and yeah. like being the stenographer, like being their male Myrtle Snow, basically. And then you have Ariel, who I guess played Cunanan's father in Versace. Um, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't. Wa- I didn't finish oh, Versace. Okay. Uh, but you know, played Cunanan's father in Versace. Yeah. Oh, he did. That's the head warlock, right? Yeah. The yeah. Head. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was him. It, it just fascinated. The Chancellor. It just fascinated me a little bit because you have this like they can do magic, but they're just not as good at it yeah. as the as the women at female domination. Like he kept mm-hmm. talking about like that. I, I just thought the whole I thought that was a good play. That super finally the women are in charge. Finally, they are better at something and yeah. can hold it. Yeah. yeah, and so the this season is becoming about that, like men trying to like take back from women. But I, I don't know. I'm still curious to see where it goes because I'm just like this is. <laughs> It it's also a, kind of a plays on the nose. It again. kind of plays into the idea that if like you have, um, there's this book from the 30s called um, uh, not um, Nazi Night. I think it's what it's called. I read it for my book hmm. club, and I just don't remember. Um, Swastika Night. Swastika Night is okay. what it's called. And in the and in the book, there um, it's basically this dystopian telling of what ha- of what will happen I- in like if basically Hitler gets his way and rules the world. Oh, but this okay. is written in the 30s under a pseudonym oh, okay. at the height of like Hitler yeah, yeah, growing yeah, power. Yeah. So there's in it in it there's like this idea that um men it, it's such a male dominated society that the <laughs> that the it is so male and masculine that homosexuality is like the rule of the day because oh, it's because that's what becomes the most that's what becomes uh, the most uh, ideal because like you fetishized masculinity and maleness so much that that ends up being, it supplants the, yeah. Okay. It supplants. So like yeah. in this regard, I think that maybe that's what you can kind of guess too, because like you got these four, I mean, I read them as queer because yeah, they're four, they're, oh, they're, they're very, queer yeah, actors. They're whole, and then the whole, like, the whole also like the the school for boys and all of that stuff like it all reads as very queer to me yeah. but it just like you know we are rejecting femininity and women so much that we are just gonna be all gay <laughs> like, we're right just, right yeah yeah no I think that's I think that's an interesting read sorry go ahead no I just was agreeing <laughs> all right well there hmm. we go yeah and then when he was like telling them to feel their power I was like are you coaching a circle jerk or something right because it yeah. was really. <laughs> Like yeah. oh, when it they is. made their little when they made their little weird uh, crystal yeah when they made thing. like feel the elements yes. and I'm like ooh feel the elements um, but yeah so so now here we are at yeah the so end. then he went so yeah. Michael went and did what Cordelia could not do which was get mm-hmm. Queenie out of the hotel yeah. oh man when March looked scared when oh, he walked yeah. in and March is like 
Ah, you'll know. You better go with them, Queenie. You better go with them, Queenie. I don't think you have a choice. Yeah. I "I don't think you have a choice. I am going to miss these games. I was like, oh, yes. But but he's just noticeably terrified. Yeah. But he's also just like. He knows that. He's like, oh, you know. And then it it's a complete it's also just like if you really pay attention if 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 in that world you were really paying attention to what Cordelia was saying about how like it is a hell mouth that Satan yeah. himself runs then the only person that could get anyone out of there is the son of Satan. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, like, yes, yes, living breathing like, you know, yeah, incarnation. This is, this is exactly. It's the yeah. devil incarnate. Yeah. So him getting Queenie was awesome cuz I was happy to see Queenie out and I want to see more of her yeah. and then going and getting Madison out of her well, person or hell. That's where I was a little disappointed cuz he goes, "We need to get one more." And I was sitting there like, "Yes, Misty Day." And then that's he goes, right. "I'm like, really, Madison? Really? Yeah. The, Leave we, her." We have, there was a, um, at work, they were talking about, like, maybe we're leaving Misty, or maybe it was here, but, but like, maybe we're leaving Misty Day, to, so that way when Cordelia goes to her own personal hell, it will be the fact that she can't save Misty Day. Hmm. Do you see what I mean? So instead yeah. of, instead of like, you know, bringing her out, and he also, I mean, she also says that, like, Misty Day was one of the more promising students that she's ever yeah. had. Yeah, So her it does it. It was her loss, uh, the greatest the greatest failure of her as the yeah. Supreme. It would make sense for her to keep her in hell so that way she can constantly reenact that. But it also doesn't make sense to like bring the second most powerful being back onto the mortal plane to help with potentially taking them down. I mean, because Madison can, for whatever reason, still be controlled, even though she's, you know... She has her soft moments. But that's what's going to be interesting, because at the end of this episode, we're seeing what happened three years before the bomb. Yeah. You know, and so Madison and Queenie seem to be, like, uh, with him on his side. and Because mm-hmm. I love how, like, Queenie rushes to her when yeah. um, and Madison's passes like out. And rolling her eyes. Like, oh, Jesus. This drama. So I'm curious to see what how she ends up back with Cordelia. Yeah. You know? Other fun stuff. It was good to see... Um, Oh, shoot. What was it? Zoe again. Zoe, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. serving you pantsuit? Yes, 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 yes. And the whole that whole like scene with the, the flowers, I thought was neat. Yeah. Um, other, uh, through the, all four episodes, any other things that stood out to you that you're enjoying or finding fun? I'm just loving all of it. I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. I was just happy to hear... <laughs> right? Yes, they brought the music back. Yeah. And but like in the male part of it, there's like male voices yeah. that are kind of doing something similar, was, which I thought yeah. was really good. But it was like, ah, ah, yeah, ah, I love the music. Just so good. We had a whole conversation about trying to find a um, a vocal like a, a acapella version of the of the oh, theme of the music. Yeah, oh. and I found it. I posted it on Facebook, so hopefully people saw it because oh yes. it was hysterical. These four guys doing it, but. Anyways, all right. Well, thanks, Johnny, for joining us Thank just you. to chat a little bit about yeah. American Horror Story. We'll probably do this again at the mid-season yeah, finale. Yeah, in a few weeks. Yeah, 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 definitely. So we just wanted to, you know, sit back and just talk. It's enjoying it. If you're loving American Horror Story this season, if you're kind of back, because I really think they're back. Like, this has been a really good season so far. I've been yeah. really enjoying it. I think it's way better than the last couple years. Yeah. Um, they're even though the I did enjoy what they want. Yeah, they, re- they are serving it. Exactly. Um, so, you know, let us know. Again, find us on on all the things follow rate subscribe all yes. of that look at our nudes on tumblr yes our new tumblr <laughs> <laughs> um have a good night johnny have a good night joe all right good night guys bye i'm the fucking supreme <laughs> <laughs>
Fright School is produced by Joshua Napier and Joe Farron. Our intro was edited by Davy Boy Productions. Our logo was designed by Jamie Channel Guzman. Episodes are edited and engineered by Joe Farron. Fright School is produced in terrifyingly beautiful San Diego, California. Geekscape Network.